Lotus FM News with Sureshan Pillay. Seven o'clock, good evening. The mother of Olympic cyclist Barry Stander, Mandy, says she's relieved that her son has been cleared of speeding and thus of contributing to his own death. Taxi driver Njabula Nyoase has was found guilty today of culpable homicide and disregarding a traffic sign in the collision that caused Stander's death in January 2013. Mandy Stander says there were no winners in this case, but she hopes it will help improve road safety. Hopefully in future... All road users, whether you're a pedestrian, whether you're a cyclist, whether you're in a vehicle, if we can just spare one extra minute for the guy ahead of us or behind of us, there will be a lot less carnage on our roads. Gauteng Deputy Police Commissioner Teko Parasi is adamant that they have enough officers on the ground to deal with xenophobic attacks in the province. Attacks on foreign nationals, which started in Durban last week, spread to parts of Gauteng this week. Jeppistown, next to Johannesburg CBD, has been the main hotspot where locals have been clashing with police for the past two days. About 18 people have been arrested in Gauteng in connection with the attacks. Parasi says they have the situation under control. When we're talking about the deployment... It's not only the South African police services. It's the South African police services, all the metros in Gauteng, including all the traffic managers' offices within the province. Now, all these resources has been integrated. The question of the South African National Defence Force being brought into the operational site, I don't see any necessity of activation of the South African National Defence Force currently. Veteran parastatal executive Brian Molefe has been appointed as acting CEO of ESCOM. Public Enterprise Minister Lynn Brown has made the announcement. Malefe is currently CEO of Transnet. He replaces Teddy Somatona, who's been suspended pending an inquiry into ESCOM's problems. Malefe says his priority will be to minimize load shedding. We have to understand what uh, the, uh, the real causes of load shedding are and uh, to see how we can get around the problems uh, and uh, as soon as possible. Uh, I'm sure that a lot of work and a lot of thinking has gone into what the problems and the causes are. Uh, I will be sitting down with the team over the weekend uh, to discuss uh, what it is that we and where we can intervene at a matter of agency to minimize load shedding. And finally, former Iraqi dictator Saddam Hussein's Ba'ath Party has denied reports that Isaac Ibrahim al-Duri was once deputy and seen as a key force behind the rise of the Islamic State in Iraq has been killed. Iraqi officials and media have reported his death and photographs apparently of his body have been widely circulated. BBC Sebastian Nasher reports. The images certainly bear a strong resemblance to Mr. Aldori, whose distinguishing feature was his red moustache. He's been an elusive figure on the run for many years, since he was dubbed the king of clubs in a U.S. deck of cards, aimed at identifying key regime figures after the fall of Saddam Hussein. His health has long been reported to be bad. He led an army of Saddam-era loyalists who spearheaded the long-running insurgency after the U.S. invasion. Without their military and organizational support, the rise of Islamic State militants might not have been possible. Top story at 7 o'clock. The mother of Olympic cyclist Barry Standard, Mandy, says she's relieved that her son has been cleared of speeding and thus of contributing to his own death. Taxi driver Njabula Yoase was found guilty today of culpable homicide. I'm Sureshan Pele, back at 8.